0: Ultimately, I'm always right.
1: He was right. Again, this is a great rule of thumb. Remember, he's always right. And he was right about all that cash going to the Bidens. Yeah, you heard about it by now, right? Now, this has been certified as correct by the House Oversight Committee and $3 million that originated at that energy company sent to an account of a friend of Hunter Biden. And a million dollars of this liquefied and sent to various Bidens. Uh, Who was on this very, very early on? Yes, Trump was. Let's go to the debate, fall of 2020.
0: I don't make money from China. You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. You do. I don't make money from Russia. You made $3.5 million, Joe, and your son gave you. They even have a statement that we have to give 10% to the big man. You're the big man, I think. I don't know, maybe you're not, but you're the big man, I think. Your son said we have to give 10% to the big man. Joe, what's that all about? It's terrible.
1: Yeah, what is that all about, huh? All right, Joe Biden, what is it all about?
2: My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had, the only guy made money from China is
1: this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. How oh, about that, huh? Mr. Integrity was lying to us. It's very interesting. Actually, he did not say, President Trump, that your son's making money in China. He said you are. And then he goes right to the son about making money in China, huh? He was busted. We was busted. Trump was right. By the way, did you see the, uh, the body language there when Donald Trump mentions China? It's pretty wild.
0: I don't make money from China. You do.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, people saying the quiet part out loud. It's an amazing thing. And that's what Trump did. That's what he does. Three million dollars came from that company, liquefied uh, in the months after Joe Biden left the vice presidency. Now, that's been established by the committee, the Oversight Committee. Now we should point out that folks... uh, We've known about this for a long time, that millions of dollars were flowing from China to the Bidens. It's been documented even in certain corners of the fake news. The Washington Post a year ago, inside Hunter Biden's multi-million dollar deals with a Chinese energy company. Let's go through the story, please. Number one, signed a contract on August 2nd, 2017, stated that Hunter Biden would get a one-time retainer of $500,000 and would then receive a monthly stipend of $100,000, with his uncle James Biden getting $65,000 a month. Uh, The bulk of the money, about $4.8 million was directed over a 14-month period, usually in increments of $165,000 to an account linked to Hunter Biden, the documents show. Now, you got to go hunting around for this stuff in the fake news because, look, they know how to emphasize things, and they also know how to do stories, check in the block, and nobody ever talks about it. They know how to get some momentum going, and they know how to dissipate all momentum. By the way, the Bidens, first they denied doing anything in China. Then they said they did something in China, but they made no money. And now the White House itself confirms that the Bidens made millions in China. And it's only going to get more interesting from here. Very interesting. Maybe even this clip will be fully explained. Uh, Listen to the sense of entitlement this lost soul has. Hunter Biden talking about his partner, one of the richest men in China.
2: I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, founded. It is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal
1: to build the largest LNG court in the world. He's so indignant that he's been left in the lurch somehow. I mean, I'm Hunter Biden. I bring a lot of, I bring a lot of. My dad was the vice president. He's going to be president. That's what he brings to the table. All right. And that's why the Chinese were interested in him. They were interested in getting these guys compromised in owning them. And I think they do. Now, do they break the law? The fake news bends over backwards trying to say that all this stuff is not illegal. and, 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 And maybe it's not, but that's actually not the point. But boy, oh, boy, do they love this excuse.
3: Do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name.
1: How about that, right? that, That just if you don't commit a crime, it was not a crime when Eric Swalwell was hooking up with Fang Fang. He was allowed to do that. It was a colossal mistake in judgment and put national security at risk. And he is now a national joke as a result and will never have serious responsibility ever again. But he did not commit a crime. Is that the threshold for Joe Biden? Right. Did you do anything wrong? Is that it? it, I mean, did you commit a crime? This guy told us he was Mr. Integrity. He had far more integrity. He was known for it. That's why he was lovable Joe. Well, he lied like crazy. That was his like crazy all the time
4: Mr. Vice President how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings
1: I've never spoken to my son about the overseas business I've never spoken to my son about the overseas This is why he gets so he is very very angry cuz not only was he talking to his son about his overseas business dealings he was doing business with his son doing business we know that now And he gets very angry in the questions raised because not only talking about it, but actually doing it.
2: How do you know? know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the the presidency to try to do something to smear me.
1: The anger. He wants to get angry so you don't ask him the next question or more questions about what's going on with his son and with him. And beyond knowledge, what are you doing? Are you profiting? Uh, When the question gets up, he goes to anger and it actually works.
3: How is your role as vice president in, in charge of policy in Ukraine, and your son's job in Ukraine, how is that not a conflict of interest?
2: It's not a conflict of interest. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from but Ukraine even, or anywhere else, period. I'm not going to respond to that. Appearance. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever
1: done. No president. And that anger actually worked. I mean, think about the last couple of years. They didn't focus on him. They didn't ask any real questions about this. They focused on Donald Trump. Uh, By the way, we have the proof. I'm sorry, but I think this is proof from the laptop. 10% held uh, by H for the big guy. Uh, Hunter Biden complaining that he had to give half of his salary to his father, complaining to his family. And this email from Hunter Biden to uh, the management team of an office building where he was renting space. Please have keys made available for new office mates, new office mates. Who are those office mates? Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Jim Biden, and Gong Wen Dong, Chairman Yi of the CEFC Uh, office mates. I think you work with people you're in the same office with, right? (laughs) They were working together. I mean, how what's the other explanation? Let's learn a little bit more about this Chairman Yi guy. His name has been coming up a lot. Who is he? Uh, Very rich man, very influential, and big-time ties to the Communist Party. Uh, Chairman of that energy company, one of the richest men in China, ties to the Chinese military and intelligence services. Yet, for some reason, he wanted to meet Hunter in 2015. This guy. Why would that man with those credentials want to meet Hunter? Oh, and he did. He had an emissary. Uh, Reach out to uh, an associate of Hunters, and here's the email. We know that this is the real deal. Number one, I've had difficulties in reaching Hunter recently, so I would have to ask you a big favor to convey this message to him. Next, on Sunday, December 6th, I will have a private dinner in D.C. with an old friend from China, Yi Ximeng one of the 10 wealthiest businessmen in China. He is the chairman and majority owner of CEFC China Energy, a second largest private, privately owned company on Shanghai Stock Exchange. Uh, he's very young and dynamic with the top level connections in his country. They have recently started making big investments abroad, billions of dollars and plan on doing much more. I would like to invite Hunter to join me at this dinner private small dinner. This, not, this is not an event of any kind. I am confident that many interesting projects may come out of that in the future. Hunter Biden, the opportunity of a lifetime. Why again does he want to talk to Hunter? Why this guy? You know why? Because Joe is vice president and they want to get to Joe uh, for influence or maybe to even compromise the vice president. The Chinese are known to do this. They get them entangled, and then these people feel more loyalty to those who are paying them than to the countries where they have huge positions of responsibility. $4.8 million can do that. It's all starting to make sense, especially when Joe goes around, not talking about China as our adversary that probably killed 2 million people across the world, including over a million here in America because of COVID. No, these are... Good, close friends.
2: I've spent more time with Xi Jinping in China than any world leader has. When I was vice president all the way through to now, over 78 hours with him alone, eight, nine of those hours on the phone and the others in person, traveling 17,000 miles with him the world. I spent more time with Xi Jinping than anybody, any other head of state. And I'd always be, when I traveled with him 17,000 miles, spent 78 hours with them, they'd tell me. I spent time, more time with Xi Jinping than any world leader has. Over 76 hours, we traveled 17,000 miles in China and the United States together.
1: What good has this done anyone, this alleged close relationship, other than the fruits of uh, money going to Hunter, why boast about it? Maybe his target audience is, is president Xi. (laughs) I'm still on your side. Uh, He's not acting in our national interests. And I think he's compromised because of all this money. All right. What the oversight committee has documented and what we have documented. So the balloon a couple of weeks ago, remember the balloon? Seems like it happened a year and a half ago. It was just uh, last month. The balloon comes through and People were concerned, understandably so. And breaking news, the Pentagon right now is tracking a Chinese spy balloon that is flying over the U.S. President Biden asking for military options.
3: Pentagon officials are telling CBS News tonight they are monitoring a suspected Chinese spy balloon that's been flying at high altitude over the U.S. On alert.
0: The government tracking a Chinese surveillance balloon roughly the size of three buses flying over the U.S. The Air Force mobilizes F-22 fighter jets. Will we shoot it down?
1: Big, big stuff, right? And clearly a danger to our national security and just bad optics. It looks bad. But Joe, if you notice, didn't really seem to have a care in the world about any of this stuff.
2: Chinese surveillance balloon that went across the country. Uh, You uh, ordered our military to fighter jets to shoot it down off the coast of South Carolina. But Republicans are saying you look weak. Mike Gallagher, the congressman, said uh, he's an impressive guy, isn't he? Inexplicable that you didn't shoot it down earlier. Marco Rubio said it was dereliction of duty not to immediately tell the public
1: about this. You see what he's doing? He's chuckling. He's not taking it seriously. <laughs> they, they, they accuse him of dereliction of duty, uh, inexplicable inaction, and he's laughing. He stops laughing when they bring up his boss, though.
2: Have relations now between the U.S. and China taken a big hit?
1: No. Frankly. No. It's interesting how he, um, he's kind of clamming up. Doesn't he have a message on this? You just, no, no, relations are fine. He doesn't even say that. He just, just, it's very strange here. He's worried about an audience of one, President Xi, and maybe a few other rich people in China. Next. How do you know? I know. I talked to him. You see, he seemed to imply that he just talked to President Xi. I know, I talked to him. This happened uh, a week ago, so I talked to President Xi. So I know that our relationship is fine because I, I talked to him. That's what he's trying to convey. Fair enough. He's deceiving us.
2: You've talked to, I talked to Xi Jinping before, I, and our, our team talks to their people.
1: I talked to President Xi before. Before what? This interview. I talked to him before. Our people talk right now to his people. He wants her to move on. He's trying to deceive her and us. Next.
2: During this? And yeah, since? after this. I
1: haven't talked to him during this. Oh. <laughs> See, yeah, we? I haven't talked to him during this. Talked to him before. I talked to him, and then I talked to him before this interview, and then I haven't talked to him since this. He's slowly getting caught in a lie, actually. Next.
2: But look, I mean, <laughs> the idea of shooting down a balloon that's gathering information over America um, and, uh, is, and that, break, that t- makes relations worse. Look, I made it real clear to Xi Jinping that uh, we're going to compete fully with China but we're not going to look at, we're not looking for conflict. And, uh, and that's been the case so far.
1: You know, when you have maybe a son or a daughter who has a job and, you know, you've got to watch what you say about their employer or that's what's happening here. He's compromised. There's money, millions and millions and millions of dollars that have come from the Chinese. That's why he's trying to laugh this off, deceive and not take on the Chinese, as is his responsibility as the president, don't you think? And remember, he lies about the small things and the big things.
2: My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are he talking about, China. I have not had a, The only guy made money from China
1: is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. So the great thing about telling the truth You never have to remember what you said. All right? So Hunter Biden's own lawyers yesterday say this. Hunter Biden, a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined several business partners in seeking a joint venture with a privately owned legitimate energy company in China. Legitimate. As part of that joint venture, Hunter received his portion of Good Faith Seed Funds which he share with his uncle, James Biden, Haley Biden, with whom he was involved, blah, 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 blah. In another word, busted Joe, busted again in a great, big, fat lie. But this one, this one could get people killed, Americans killed. It's jeopardizing our national security, your entanglement, your family with all this stuff. <sighs> Stakes are very, very high. What's going to happen next? I don't know. I don't know. I'll be right back. So it's St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Um, I'm wearing a green tie. Joe Biden's a green tie. He alleges to be Irish. Maybe he is. But um, he said some awful things today about the Irish, about this day. Really bad. Really bigoted, in my opinion. St. Patrick's Day is a day for parties and levity, but it's also also about Irish heritage. It's it's a significant day in the Irish community. Now, he said something gross, and we're going to play that in a moment, but we actually have it juxtaposed next to how Donald Trump treated uh, St. Patrick's Day, his words, compared to Joe Biden's words today.
0: I wish you a very, very happy St. Patrick's Day. And God bless you, and may God bless Ireland, and Northern Ireland, Okay, and may God bless America. Thank you very much.
2: I'm the only Irishman you ever met, though, that's never had a drink, so I'm okay. I'm I'm really not Irish. I've been to Ireland many times, but not to actually look up to find my actual family members. And there are so many, and they actually weren't in jail.
1: Yeah. You know, those Irish getting arrested, always drinking and just silly stereotypes about the Irish. And, you know, they say he's supposed to be the presidential one. Um, He's often very, very bigoted against the Irish, against white people. I may be a
2: white boy, but I'm not stupid.
1: (laughs) And against black people. But I tell you, if you have a
2: problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black.
1: Against Hindu people, against Hispanic people, we could go on and on and on. There's a lot of footage. We don't have the time, but that's who he is. That's who he is. And his son, oh boy, for him to be disputing that this laptop was real for so long and now, now he's suing the guy who owned the laptop shop saying that his privacy was violated. Well, Hunter dropped that thing off and never claimed it, never paid his bill, by the way. And it says right on the receipt, if you don't claim it within three months, it becomes the property of the store. That's a thing. People understand that. Hunter is suing the owner of the store. His name is uh, John Paul Mac Isaac. And uh, this guy's been through a lot. I mean, a lot. Take a look.
3: I remember specifically during the data transfer that I saw data that I thought was relevant to what I saw in the news that it looked like there was a criminal investigation building upon that information. So I I felt like this was a good way for me to take what I thought was a personal risk to my safety. and and get it to the FBI's attention, because if it was part of an investigation, then it definitely needed to be with the authorities. Uh, I definitely feared for my life, for what I had seen on the laptop, and I felt like there could be repercussions, including my safety.
1: He did the right thing. He brought it to the FBI. What could be wrong with that, the FBI? But the FBI covered it up. Now, he's saying his life may be in danger. I don't think he's exaggerating. I mean, when when Joe Biden went to the lens, he did to try to debunk this thing. Do you remember what they did? And all those people, they got to sign that disastrous disgrace of a letter.
2: There are 50 former national intelligence folks. Who said that? What this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the four five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except his and his good friend Rudy Gianni... You mean the laptop is
0: now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? You've that's exactly what this exactly what this is where he's going. The laptop uh, right. is Russia, Russia, yeah. Russia.
2: I want to stay on the.
3: Issue of race.
1: After telling 100 million people that it came from Russia, now Hunter is suing this poor guy about exposing his personal data. And he's uh, once again verifying that it's that it was his laptop. Mr. Biden had more than a reasonable expectation of privacy that any data that he created or maintained, and especially that which was the most personal, such as photographs, videos, interactions with other adults, and communications with his family, would not be accessed, copied, disseminated, or posted on the internet for others to use against him or his family, or for the public to view. Well, it's uh, what happens and you brought it on yourself and how could the president how could the president say that and now allow his son to sue this guy sue russia okay try suing russia see how that works out and you hunter i mean you're just as much a liar as your father
3: was that your laptop?
1: For real? I don't
2: know. I know, but, but you know that is, this is. I a, really don't know. what okay. The answer is you don't know answer. yes or no if the laptop. I don't have was any yours. idea. I have no idea. So could
1: have been yours.
2: Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that that was the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me.
1: And you, you didn't drop off a laptop to no. be repaired no. No. in Delaware. Not no. that I
2: remember at all,
1: at all. So. We'll see. Not that I remember. Politicians always do that. He learned from his dad, I guess. There's a 42-page lawsuit filed by his lawyers. Not a word about Russia. All about this one guy, John Paul Mac Isaac. It's legit. All right. So, this woman is the Attorney General of New York State, and she seems very eager to make good on a horrible campaign promise that should have gotten her disbarred. Word is she may try to indict Trump uh, next week. Uh, I guess she would be making good on this illegal campaign promise.
5: <laughs> Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're gonna definitely sue him. We're gonna be a real pain in the ass. He's gonna know my name personally. <laughs>
1: All right, well, uh, (laughs) she's probably going to indict him, or at least try, uh, and it's going to be a big waste of time, as she is making good on her promise there, and this weekend she's hanging out with men dressed as women who want to read to children, yeah, Drag Time Story Hour, featuring her, the Attorney General. Families and children are invited to join her, And, oh, by the way, this event, best suited for children up to age 12. In other words, under the age 12. They want them prepubescent. What is happening? We'll be right back.
4: Hey, guys, it's Carson. The madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Newsmax. Use the promo code Newsmax to receive a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance to win big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like my bookie. Remember, visit MyBookie Online at MyBookie slash newsmax. Use the promo code Newsmax to receive a deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. That's mybookie slash newsmax. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.
1: Hey, uh, Vladimir Putin is in even more trouble. An arrest warrant from the International Criminal Court has been issued. And uh, that means if he leaves the country, depending upon where he goes, he could be arrested. Uh, He's accused of various war crimes. Uh, For analysis and on this and more, we bring in Rick Grinnell, Ambassador Rick Grinnell, Secretary Rick Grinnell, Senior National Security Analyst at Newsmax. Welcome back, sir. Um, How are you? Greg, I'm good. It's always a pleasure to be here. Great show, by the way. Thank you, sir. Um,
5: So how big a deal is this and
1: what happens next?
5: Look, I think on face value, it is a good thing. There's plenty of evidence that Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. And so when the International Criminal Court decides to step forward and do this it, it's a good thing. I think um, we all can can breathe a, breathe a sigh of relief. Um, but I would be remiss if I didn't take the opportunity to talk about how many times the International Criminal Court has swung and missed and has a terrible track record. I would be more comfortable if the first entity was somebody other than the International Criminal Court. Um, Having these global courts is is, uh, troublesome in many ways, and I've got a long history of working at the U.N. and watching them. Some work, and many of them don't, um, and the United States pays a whole bunch of money, but that's really a separate subject. Um, I think that in terms of uh, Putin, this is a a good move. All right. And... uh President Xi is showing up
1: in Russia. You know, President Trump pointed out as kids, we learned that you can't have Russia and China teaming up. That's bad for us. And it's happening. And it seems so preventable. It's really happening. Um, How bad
5: is the damage? What 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 does this mean for us? Look, Diplomacy 101 is to make sure that Russia and China are not ganging up against the West or the United States. We all know that. This is totally preventable. Uh, the Russians and the Chinese, really, they have different goals. They, they have different tactics. Um, they, they go through the process of diplomacy completely completely different. So there are plenty of ways to make sure that they're not teaming up against us. I think it's a failure of diplomacy when they both team up against you. Um, but this is a long list of failures by Tony Blinken, Anthony Blinken, our our Secretary of State. Um, he's been outmaneuvered by the Chinese so many times. From the very beginning, Greg, if you remember in Alaska, um, they came to Alaska, the Chinese, and they lectured us on our human rights record, using the BLM talking points. So I think the first lesson was that the Democrats, when they're doing this partisan talk and pushing the BLM talking points, they should not be surprised that our uh, uh, that other countries, our friends, allies, and others uh, just may use them against us. And I've heard European countries start to in a in a frustration. Uh, Use some of those BLM points against us during the Trump administration. So they, they've got to be careful that that uh, we're not allowing the partisanship of the Senate Democrats to bleed into uh, foreign policy. But I'm afraid that it has. And I'll just finish with this: you know, once again, we're seeing uh, Anthony Blinken be embarrassed by having the Chinese come forward with this new uh, plan between the Saudis and the Iranians. I mean, this is about the Saudis being extremely frustrated with the Biden administration and then allowing the Chinese to come up with a deal with the Iranians. It's a disaster for the region and everybody knows it. Well, you know what Joe Biden says, he says, America's back, America's
1: back. And then they say, for how long? And Joe is totally owned by that moment. He doesn't seem. Do you think that ever happened? By the way, that moment ever happened? I don't. I, I, it sounds like it's. Uh, he's making it up.
5: Yeah. Look, I think I think Joe Biden makes up a lot. Yeah. I mean, if we believe Joe Biden uh, on on face value in the words that he uses, then you know he's Puerto Rican, he's Irish, <laughs> he's black, he's Jewish. I mean, the long there's a long list. Um, He just makes stuff up. But here's the problem. You can't talk about this without really lamenting the fact that we have the media in Washington, D.C. that are regurgitating the line from the regime and that's all they do I, I know a lot of world leaders who are envious of the press corps in washington dc mm. who just trip over themselves to talk about how great the ruling party is it's no different than uh... when we wag our finger or try to shame other countries in in controlling the media washington mm. dc press corps press rooms have a serious problem on their hands it is
1: amazing and by the way with that in mind So look at this. Consider this for a moment. Donald Trump wrote a check for whatever it was, $30,000, $100,000 to Michael Cohen, his own money. He owed Michael Cohen uh, this money and he paid him from his own pocket, right? For services, whatever, right? He paid him. Now he might be, Donald Trump might be indicted for this, yet Joe Biden gets $3 million from the Chinese and they are actively, actively defending him. I know, I know. It went to accounts with Hunter and some other guy and James. And, you know, there's always distance between Joe and this stuff. But it is, it is wild. They got five seconds. Does, does that strike you as totally crazy? And what's going to happen if, if, if our guy gets indicted?
5: It's totally crazy. It's an overreach. It's the weaponization of the Department of Justice. It's shameful. The Democrats have done it over and over. They're just out to get Trump. And I think the people, the American people, are going to bite back really hard on this.
1: Rick Grinnell, we appreciate it so much. uh, And thank you for your service. We'll be right back.
2: My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had, the only guy made money from China is this guy, he's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China.
1: (laughs) Well, it's confirmed, even by Hunter Biden himself. The White House, all right, they made money, a lot of money, and they paid themselves in a very curious way, at least it is to me. The money comes from this uh, energy company in China, then goes to Robinson Walker, a family associate, goes to him, $3 million in that account, then he spreads it around. $35,000 to Haley Biden, and then uh, to that guy, and this guy, and unknown Biden. uh, uh, What is up with this? Uh, And there's a lot more to come, we believe. Ren McEachern joins us, former acting chief, FBI's International Corruption Unit, founder of Trust Storm Solutions. Welcome back, sir. Um, What you saw there, does that look like either an attempt to launder money or layer money? I think layering money is something that you're not supposed to do. What do you sense is going on here?
3: Yeah, it looks very clearly like some structuring, layering, shell company use, potentially money laundering, and maybe even tax evasion. Uh, This scheme is not new to anybody who's been doing international corruption investigations. This is what the bad guys do. They layer money, they spread it through families, And they move it around and then they pull it out later on. This is pretty classic.
1: So, by the way, they're calling it, if we can get the uh, second page of the Hunter Biden uh, statement, the lawyer's statement, they call this good faith seed money. Now, remember, they were denying for a long time that he even did business in China. Then they acknowledge he did business but lost money. And now they're saying he actually made money. And they call it good faith seed funds. Which he shared with his uncle, James Biden and Haley Biden. Um, I I, I find that troubling for some reason. The good faith seed funds, it doesn't seem honest, but you're the, (laughs) what do you think? Did you smell something funny?
3: This does not pass the sniff test. If it's investment money, seed money, there'd be, first of all, be going to operational business checking accounts, not to family members. And then we would be looking for contracts, agreements, potentially invoices. Uh, that to go along with this kind of investment, right? There has to be a return on investment. There has to be clear guidelines of what's the expectation on the services with the money. Uh, Maybe we'll find that later on, but just the movement of money, if this is an investment, it is bizarre at best.
1: And you know, I want to go back to what Joe Biden said a moment ago. Let's play that one more time. He, He says it so emphatically, all right? He says it with such conviction. Go ahead
2: my son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about china i have not had a, the only guy made money from china is this guy he's the only one
1: nobody else has made money from china uh the thing is there are a lot of people in china who know and knew at the time that that wasn't true including chairman Yi, including president xi Including so for from a law enforcement perspective and the counterterrorism and intelligence uh perspective, that's a really bad thing to say, to lie, apparently lie on that stage about this matter, right?
3: Yeah, I mean it's becoming so obvious. We now have emails, potential cooperators, we got the money flows, we've all the elements. It's all coming together, just like we would do a case when I was at the FBI. They're going to be able to figure this out pretty quickly. It's going to mushroom. We've got eleven more bank accounts at least coming. Then you're going to layer SARS reports on top of that, and then potentially bank supporting investigation documents on top of that. Clearly, there's profit. And then, did he actually claim this as taxes? The other question. Uh, but this is going to mushroom. It's going to get much bigger, much quicker.
1: And by the, yeah, so the funds. Look, they're not acknowledging the funds. They didn't want to talk about the funds, and they were de- in denial and. You know, they're embarrassed by this. And when you're embarrassed, when you when you don't want people to know about it, I'm guessing you tend to not put that kind of income on your income tax. I mean, you try to, right? Is that that that's a that's a tendency? That's a thing.
3: Absolutely. You know, and you know, trying to conceal it. The way they're moving around is it just is it such an indicator of money laundering and trying to conceal the origins and conceal the use? And if that money then is, often, is used, then to do a renovation at someone's home, even though they may not have an account. That's a benefit to them as well. So there's lots of ways this is going to play out. It's going to be very interesting the next coming weeks and months, as uh, as the committee start to, to you know pierce the veil of the, of the activity and really the money. It's going to tell the whole story quite clearly once you once you couple it with everything else. Mm-hmm. This story is going to come together quickly. It's going to be very interesting.
1: Ren McCracken, we appreciate it so much. Uh, formerly of the FBI, now with Trust Storm Solutions. Check it out. Great stuff. Thank you, sir. We'll be right back. Joe Biden is telling jokes about the Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Donald Trump is talking about the economy. Special message just a little while ago put out on Rumble. Take a look.
0: Joe Biden has been a disaster for the economy. Between his massive tax hikes, his anti-energy crusade and his trillions of dollars in wasteful spending, Biden caused the highest inflation in almost half a century. As a result, interest rates soared to crushing levels, and now we are seeing bank failures that nobody believed even possible just two years ago. Joe Biden is leading us toward a Great Depression. I've been saying it for a long time. There should be no bailouts, but we need to get this economy straightened out as fast as possible. We're headed down a very dangerous path. When I'm back in the White House, I will immediately unleash energy production slash regulations like I did just three years ago and repeal Biden's tax hikes to get inflation down as fast as possible, and it will go quickly so that interest rates can get back under control. I built the greatest economy in the history of the world. In fact, I did it twice when you think about it, and now we will have to do it again
1: Thank you very much. All right. Great stuff. Hey, I hope he brings Larry Kudlow back with him. He was on the economic team. Great guy. Uh, All right. The news is fake. We all know that. And people don't like the fake news. And sometimes they say, oh, if only we could go back to the days of Walter Cronkite. I kind of hate it when they say that because Walter Cronkite was. And as liberal as they come. This is the CBS
0: Evening
2: News with Walter Cronkite. Good evening. Uh, There aren't any substantial overall returns on the coal union balloting today, but some of the toughest locals are voting to go back to work, and partial unofficial vote counts compiled by news services show a sizable trend. It wasn't
1: obvious. It wasn't as in-your-face as it is today. He, at least, and his colleagues tried to hide it a little bit. But they were very, very left. They were. And it came out all kinds of ways. So Ronald Reagan is inaugurated on January 20th, 1981. And at the end of the speech, well, here's the very end of the speech. And after all, why shouldn't we believe that?
2: We are Americans. God bless you and
1: thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so he's done with the speech, and as the applause start to die down, Walter Cronkite comes on with his commentary. This is the first thing he says after the president just delivered his inaugural address.
2: The inaugural address of Ronald Wilson Reagan. It's 69, to be 70, early next month. The oldest man ever inaugurated as president, and certainly one whose appearance would defy without description. Native of Tampico, Illinois, graduate of a Eureka College, sportscaster, actor, captain in the U.S. Air Force in domestic service,
1: president of the union.
2: Will you remain standing, please? The, the joint
1: congressional... <laughs> There's a brief moment to say something, and he says three things that are not that complimentary. Eureka College, no-name school, sportscaster, actor, it's okay. He doesn't mention... Conservative philosopher and two-term governor of the largest state in the country? It was a slam, and he did it all the time. Anyway, still, great speech, great president, and I'll be right back. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day, and I'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend.